The Tragedy of Cinema podcast is intended as a family-friendly program that by extension strives to be inclusive to all people regardless of their ethnicity, gender, creed, or any other identifying factors in this incredibly diverse world of ours. With that said, some of the films we discuss may contain serious subject matters or have content considered morally objectionable by today's standards. We do not intend to condone or dismiss these aspects of these films, but our primary focus will be on what we believe our film succeeds at, some fun facts, and our personal enjoyment factors of each film. With that said, we hope you enjoy the show. Biggest stars of their day. The Three Amigos are history. But that was yesterday. Look, boys, I know showbiz. The something always turns up. Telegram for the Three Amigos. Back to the Tragedy of Cinema podcast. I'm your host Jimbo, and today I'm joined by the amigo with the gusto, Kyle. And yes, today we have special guest in house, in the house, a longtime friend, coworker, um, Felipe uh, Amigo. Uh, hey, amigo, <laughs> Felipe is finally decided. We let him pick what movie do he wanted to do the Three Amigos. So. It's a fun movie. Uh, Phil, thanks for coming and spending time with us. I think you just came for the free lunch, though. So It's no free lunch. I'm paying today. Hey, hey, we got hey. Did you guys hear that? Exactly. We have evidence now. We'll take them to court. Oh, yeah. It is your He actually goes to eat with us every time we record. He just actually came to the recording. He just wants the free meal, I think. But, Felipe, before we get started, I do have two questions. And, and we'll do the first question, then we'll do the second question. The first question is, which of the three amigos do you think you are out of this movie? If you see yourself 
As one of the three of me goes, which one would you be? Yeah. Martin Short. Martin Short. That's Ned, just because you're Ned short. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'd pick me Steve Martin. I think I'd still... I just love you, Chase. I, I guess. <laughs> you can't go wrong. They're all three comedic guys. Okay. So we got that out of the way. Now, there's three of us. If we were rebooting the three amigos, mm-hmm. what would be your amigo name for the reboot? Amigo name? Amigo name? Like, like what? what? Like, like Ned Norlander or Lucky or, you know. El Chaparro. Okay. And what does that mean, Felipe? The short one. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fluffy one? That'd be Kyle. El Gordo. <laughs> no, that's the fat one. That El was going to be me. Man. <laughs> I would be El Chuca, Chupacabre. <laughs> the dangerous one. <laughs> dangerous. Of course. All right. So, as you can tell, this was going to be off the walls. Uh, Phil has just got a mind of his own, literally. Uh, so, Sadly. at any given moment... This could go off the rails, and we'll just go into a laughing tirade. So, Kyle, go ahead and take away The Three Amigos. All right. The Three Amigos, released on December 10th of 1986. Quick little story. The synopsis, three actors accept an invitation to a Mexican village to perform their on-screen bandit fighter roles, unaware that this is the real deal. Directed by John Landis, written by Steve Martin, Lauren Michaels, and Randy Newman. Composed by Elmer Bernstein, cinematographer Ronald W. Brown. Editor, Malcolm Campbell. Casting director was Jackie Birch. And production designer was Richard Sawyer. Budget of the film was $25 million. Adjusted for inflation today, that'd be worth about $68 million. Opening weekend, it made just only $5.9 million. Just for inflation, that'd be about 16.2. And <laughs> but on the back end, it made up. It made up itself to a, a, a you know, maybe a, a small success. It kind of broke even at the very least. I think um, gross worldwide was thirty nine point two million dollars. Adjusting for inflation, would be about one hundred and seven million dollars. That's about a forty million dollar profit, and that kind of like probably you know probably closes in with the marketing budget, of course. So it probably broke even or made a little bit of money on top of it, but still overall, it wasn't like a, a failure, abject failure necessarily. Um, so moving on here, we have uh, no awards for this movie necessarily. Uh, so we have to skip those for today. It has an award in our hearts, though. <laughs> exactly, it has an award for being one of Flipface's favorite films. <laughs> exactly. Um, technical details of the film: this film is 104 minutes long. Sound mix is Dolby Stereo. Color info: this is a color film, and aspect ratio is 1.85 by one. Um, some of the uh, filming location details for this is actually filmed in Florence, Arizona, for the most part, um, including um, also um, Culver City in California and uh, multiple places, including the Gold Canyon and the Apache Junks in Arizona, the Superstition Mountains and the Superstition Wilderness, as well as uh, what's going to Culver City in California. Um, filming dates was January 27th to June 18th of 1986. So it actually has a very long filming time frame. We, um, we had a very short one for um, St. Elmo's Fire. This one lasted from January to June. So that's almost a six-month time frame. Right about, well, right about just, uh, just under like five and a half months overall. So interesting little time frame there of filming the movie overall. Um, Kyle, when we get to the cast, which we're getting ready to go to, okay. after you get done reading each one, I want Felipe to tell you his favorite movie of the each of the three amigos as you go through them. As we go actually, through. we can all say our favorite movie. Okay, okay. Well, so I'm, let's go ahead and kick that off. Let's go to the cast right now. Then we have Steve Martin playing the lead role of Lucky Day. All right, Felipe, what's your favorite Steve Martin movie? My favorite Steve Martin movie, I say. He's gonna say the three amigos for each one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's your default. Three amigos. Three amigos. Hey, three amigos. You can't really 
I yeah. can't really uh, choose a favorite. I mean, well, he was also in like The Rock Sand in 1987. I father think Father of, father of the Bride's probably my father favorite. Father of the Bride, those funny. two movies in 1991 and I think 1993, respectively, I think. Rock those Sand. Are the um, there's also The Jerk in 1979, which I think is a great movie. Maybe I hear a movie. Oh, no, uh, no, my actual favorite Steve Martin movie, Plane Trains on Mobile. Oh, that's a really good one. That's too. really good. With John Candy. Oh, that's a good film. Felipe's like, John no. Candy. John Candy is also one of my favorites. So we gotta choose a movie for him for next time. Look at this. This guy's already next becoming time. a professional. Yeah, exactly. He might be our third co-host before now. this. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I dubbed love, in Spanish. I love John Candy. I mean, okay. So, what would you say for Steve Martin? What is your favorite I guess movie? With John Candy, the so plane, trains, and automobiles. I think we're all three in agreement on that one too. Okay, all right, that's good. My all hands right. will be between those two soft pillows. <laughs> those are <right>. pillows! <laughs> excellent, really, excellent. Really. Um, I'll list off the movies before I ask you the question next time. Um, next up, we have Chevy Chase playing Dusty Bottom. Dusty Bottoms, sorry. Dusty Chevy Chase Bottoms. was also in, of course, um, National, Lo- National Lampoon's Chris uh, Vacation in 1983, and also Christmas Vacation in 1989, and Vegas Vacation in 1997. He was also in the film Spies Like Us in 19. 19- that's a funny one, dude. Yep. So, uh, Felipe, what was your favorite uh, the, Chevy the, Chase film? The vacation ones. I mean, all of them. Yeah, all I of mean, them together. He, just as one continuity. He was. He was in a really good movie. Uh, I think it was called The Memoirs of the Invisible Man. I think that was the name of it. I thought that was really good. Invisible Man. Yeah, but I mean. Um, but you think Chevy Chase, you do think Christmas Vacation at Christmas Time, Vacation, uh, Wally World, um, all those things. Um, he's been in a lot. Uh, what was that one? Fletch? Uh, yeah, Flash as well. He was in that one as well. Yeah, but not a film. Clark Griswold is who he is. Yeah, yeah, not a film. Of course, I also give a shout out to is a, a short stint on Community and how that kind of all blew up <laughs> later down the line. But I think he only did like two seasons of that show, and he and um, he played a very true to life character in that film and that show that uh, <laughs> I kind of enjoy now in hindsight. Um, okay, well that's kind of like makes sense. We're gonna have our favorites right there. Um, next up, we have Martin Short playing Ned Nederlander. Um, Martin Short was also in the films Inner Space in 1987, Captain Ron in 1992, The Santa Claus Three in 2006. And uh, uh, no, not, he was not in Spotify's House. He lost a few episodes of uh, How I Met Your Mother and movies like that. Um, so Martin Short. Um, Jimbo, what was your favorite movie in with Martin Short? Uh, I really liked the movie uh, Pure Luck oh, with Danny right. Glover. Oh, that in the podcast. Yeah, that's that. Right. I also like Clifford. Clifford's a very underrated I've movie. I've not watched Clifford. Well, I have to cover it. It's where he plays a little kid and he's... Yeah. It's, it's um, Felipe, do you have a favorite Martin Short movie? Oh, boy. Not... Well, Captain... Captain Ron? Captain, Captain Ron? Captain Ron's a good one. Yeah, no, I, I, I like Captain Ron a lot. Captain I think, Ron was... Yeah, I think Captain Ron might be, might be my favorite too. Actually, I like that a lot. Phil, you got um, to speak up a little bit. You got to use your oh right. You got to use your announcer <laughs> voice. You're speaking with purpose. You're not talking to me. You're talking to this little black ball. <laughs> Don't make it weird. Don't make it weird. You guys made it weird. You're laughing now. Don't laugh, my little black ball. <laughs> he made Felipe cry. He had to go get a napkin. Felipe is overwhelmed by little black ball. No, I, I didn't start it. Yep. Um, <laughs> next up, we have Alfonso Aru playing El Guapo. Alfonso was also in the films Like Water for Chocolate as the director of the film, and he was also in the film a uh, he's also a director of the film A Walk in the Clouds in 1995. So he was a uh, more famous for being a director rather than a than a movie star, rather. Next up, we have Tony Plana playing Jefe. Um, oh, Jefe, sorry, Jefe. Tony Plana was also in the films Ugly Betty, um, oh, Ugly Betty the TV show from 2006-2010, and he was also in the film Pain and Gain in 2013. 
And last but not least, we have Pradice Martinez playing the character of Carmen. Um, Carmen, uh, Pradice, 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 Patrice Hernandez Martinez, sorry, so, Martinez. So, 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 yeah, pronounced, it out, pronounced the words Patrice Martinez was also in the films Beetlejuice that we all covered in this podcast recently in 1988, and he was also in the films A Walk on the Moon in 1987 and Convoy in 1978, and uh, that's going to just be the cast for the Three Amigos. Everyone else is playing much smaller roles or um, had like no name roles, so effectively, so I'm going to skip over them. So moving on, we'll go to some of the short trivia of the film. Jim, are you ready? There's not that much in here so we can talk about the movie as we go along too so um felipe uh, i'll ask you this el guapo in spanish uh, for what what does el it mean guapo? Or the, handsome the handsome one the handsome one handsome yeah. one oh, right out of the trivia see i wanted to make sure his spanish was up to it's, like it's a native language or something it's weird <laughs> uh short the true story when i was a supervisor at this warehouse right mm-hmm. uh, we used to go through these t- temp people coming in and out i mean Day after day, they'd be there for an hour, then they would leave. Well, one day I'm sitting there, and they say, oh, you got two people coming. And in walks Felipe and his brother, these two Mexican men. And Felipe's wearing this hat just on top of his head, like he had a big hat or something. It's like, I am my hat. It's just sitting on top of his head. And he's just smiling. And I said, oh, no. I said, how am I going to communicate with with them? I should have spoken. I know. And he comes in, he comes in, he's like, hi! <laughs> he just goes, I was like, oh, oh, okay. This thing goes, oh, gosh. But him and his brother, they're they good, they good people. Yeah. So, um, Wait, Ray, his brother, too? I didn't, okay, sorry. He's got like six of them. Six brothers? <laughs> how many do you have? Five, oh my gosh. five brothers, well, one disease, but four uh, how many sisters? two girls. Three yeah, girls. So, so three girls. Like, three girls. Four mothers. <laughs> the, the smallest one, my, uh, I was over here already when my dad had another one. Too. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, we went to we went cheaper by the let's go back to another Steve Martin classic. <laughs> <laughs> so Randy Newman, who wrote the songs for this movie, was the voice of the singing bush in this movie. <laughs> uh, Felipe, what's some of the songs that he sung in the singing bush? Do you remember? No, I don't either. All right, Sam Kennison had a role as a Mexican bandit and stalker that was filmed, and it was later cut by John Landis. That would have been very interesting because Sam Kennison was a special character. Originally, the movie was supposed to star these people, Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. and John Belushi. Oh, John Belushi would have been fantastic. Martin, Martin mentioned it in a Playboy interview published in January 1980, referring to this movie as the Three Caballeros. They write articles which, in Playboy? you know, Kyle, Kyle gets Playboy for the articles, obviously. <laughs> uh, uh, lucky Days uh, from First Gunshot Wound is on his left arm. And Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, Steve Martin keeps getting shot in his left arm, so it's like a homage to... A running gag to I just watched Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid uh, here lately. It was it was kind of weird. It's the film I don't know if I've ever seen it. Uh, Steven Spielberg considered directing this film, but chose to do E.T. instead. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> what a saddle uh, for me. I, <laughs> I better not say that. That might be a little more... It's extremely overdeveloped. I was getting ready to say... I was... I was I better not. Should I say it? Uh, Possibly. No, I was going to say, well, he went to go do a movie about an aliens. Oh, no. Jimbo, don't. <laughs> I, d- I didn't go nowhere. <laughs> Instead of doing a... <laughs> Whoa, Felipe. We'll just move on from that. Uh, he said in interviews that his choices for the roles of this film were Steve Martin as Lucky Day, Bill Murray as Dusty Bottoms, and Robin Williams as Ned Nerlander. Spielberg would later direct the film uh, Williams and Hook. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So, I could have definitely seen yeah, Bill Murray doing Dusty Bombs especially. I think it would have been hilarious to see him do. Right. Chevy Chase plays him so like um he's such a loathsome character. <laughs> kind of like well, last week's podcast, like Chevy like Chevy Chase is just so uh, dismissive of anything that anyone else needs. It's great. Alright, Felipe. Um, El Guapo's second in command is named Jefe. What does Jefe mean? Boss. 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 Look at this guy. This guy's nice. two for two. For two. Mm-hmm. Happy what? Easter. <laughs> Someone forgot to silence their phone. Felipe, don't oh you know? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, it could be important. We might have to, to pause. Look at this. All right. This is the up. guy in the movie theaters you get mad at when their phones go off. How dare you? <laughs> Ruin the that podcast. Will say happy Easter. We got to yeah. start from the top now. I was always going to be living La Vida Loca. <laughs> All right. While singing the opening song, the three amigos simultaneously hold the high note for 14 seconds. You remember that? It was like the three amigos. Oh, they actually held all that. That's great. That's impressive. Uh, the bats that were hunted by Ned are actually fried bacon served on skewers. <laughs> They're probably delicious then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Landis has said that if Martin Short had turned down the role of Ned, he would have approached Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. I think also. that would have been good oh, too. You know, surprisingly different, actually. And now that I think about it, I thought for a moment, like, oh, it'd be like Sin Kirk. Like, no, no, no. Rick Moranis has a good vibe to him. I, really I wonder if Rick Moranis and Martin Short ever did a movie together because that would be something to see. <laughs> they do like movies like twins almost where they replace each other. No one notices. <laughs> hilarious. In uh, his memoir, Life Itself, Roger Ebert reaccounted, uh, recounted appearing as a guest on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson alongside Chevy Chase, who was promoting this film. During the interview, Ebert was asked what his least favorite film of the holiday season one. He replied, The Three Amigos. <laughs> Chase said, Looking forward to your next picture. But later comments to Ebert's back that he didn't think it's so hot either. <laughs> uh, the Katina at the beginning of the movie is called Katina del Baracho, which translates into Katina of the Drunk. Katina this, of the Drunk. This guy is, is on fire. All. Or Bar of the Drunk. Uh, John Landis said in an Empire Magazine piece that the studio took the film out of his hands in post-production and edited it severely. So I wonder what the unedited version would look like. It would probably be pretty interesting. Did you actually know that Steve Martin actually did all the lasso tricks because he learned them while he was working in a magic shop at Disneyland as a teenager? Oh, that's really cool. So all those rope tricks he was doing. So he is pretty good with the rope. Yep. You know, I'm looking at it here now. I think this might be um, Randy Newman's only um, write, um, written credit. On IMDb, it only lists him as a music composer. I didn't know he actually was a writer on this film until we recorded this podcast today. Did he write the songs from The Burning Bush, though? Uh, the That's Burning probably Bush, what he wrote. I probably, uh, imagine it's possible, too. But only lists him as a composer and music department supervisor, though. No, so, we'll see. Walt Disney's The Three Cabelleros... Cabellos? Caballeros. Let's see. That's why we have you here for this. Uh, <laughs> movie was a sequel to their Saludos Amigos short. The title of this film is actually a hybrid of these two films. Pretty cool. Yeah. This is one of two Steve Martin movies with singing plants released in 1986. The other was what? Oh, uh, was it? Ah, uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> Not colored tomatoes. What's the other one with Steve oh, Martin in it that gosh. he sings? With Rick Moranis? I know. Rick Moranis is it. I can't remember the name. Oh, shop. Of horror, shop of horror. Thank you. Where he played the dentist. I'm the All right. Rebecca Underwood, Underwood is billed in the credits as Senorita Kissing Ned. <laughs> a former Playboy Playmate, she is actually known as Rebecca Ferrati and had been the Playboy Playmate of the Month for June 1986. Good for her. Good for uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> two Saturday Night Live veterans appeared in this picture portraying two executives at Goldsmith Pictures. They were John Lovitz and Phil Hartman. 
Uh, there is a cameo of Randy Newman, as we said, at the singing bush. Um, this is the only film ever written by composer Randy Newman. Oh, okay, good. Uh, for the silent film sequence, Martin Short, Chevy Chase, and Steve Martin wore makeup that whitened their faces and darkened their lips and eyebrows. This was standard for that era where films were shot uh, with orthochromatic film and notoriously insensitive to warm colors. Speaking of that, let me ask you guys a question. How come when movies today portray Mexico, they always use that grainy... That yellow filter. That yellow filter. That Breaking Bad filter. <laughs> Mexico's actually got some beautiful spots in it, but Felipe's over here like, that's because that's how it looks, I guess. I don't know. Felipe, what do you think? I'm from Texas! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like one of the most... like. That's a bad cliche in a lot of films. Like, oh, we're doing something in Africa, better that, make it all green. You know? I just, I've noticed that lately. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they always put that yellow film cover. Yeah, filter on everything. Thing they, over, like, yeah. As soon as you go down there, then it's like, there's always a rolling bush and it's all yellow. It's always the most annoying thing ever. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a bad cliche. I don't like it. According to the closing credits, the silent film location was a Universal Studios backlot. John Landis has said that the picture was shot in one of the Universal Studios' oldest lots. Fran Drescher had a role at the start of the movie, but all of her scenes got deleted. You know who Fran Drescher is? Yeah, why? The nanny? Probably because yeah. of her voice. I don't know. <laughs> do no idea for me, guys. Uh, I wonder if she was in, like, the, like, you remember how they showed, like, the movie at the beginning, like, where they're in their actual movies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, director John Landis has said that Singing Turtle was my ideal. It's a desert setting, so we needed lots of animals. The animals were on set with handlers and wires, so they didn't run, but I remember the coyote was the most difficult. You'd expect from a coyote. <laughs> uh, you, when getting yelled at by Flugelman, you can see Ned's lapel on his collar, NN, which stands for Ned Nederlander. Uh, this is the first film that Steve Martin and Martin Short starred in together. See, I did not realize that. They have become really good friends over the years. They've been like lifetime friends from where we're going. They started Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride 2. Four actors in this movie, uh, executive scene, have played in the role in The Simpsons. Steve Martin as Ray Patterson in Trash of the Titans. <laughs> John Lovitz as Artie Ziff, Lulin Sinclair, Jay Sherman, Professor Lombardo, Jay Sherman, Miss Sinclair, Aristotle Amenadopoulos in several episodes, Joe Mantegna as Fat Tony in several episodes, and late Phil Hartman as Troy. Hi, I'm no Troy McClure. Fat Tony. That's and Lionel awesome. Hertz. Uh, Lionel Hertz. Tony Plana turned down Oliver Stone's platoon to appear in this. <laughs> probably. Whoops. Probably a bad choice in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, first movie collaboration of Phil Martin and Steve Martin, who later appeared in the movie Sergeant Bilko. Sergeant Bilko. Oh, man. I should have put that on the list there for the. Yeah. That was like, uh, when the Amigos say their chance to summon the Invisible Swordsman. <laughs> Lucky day chance. Farley, 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 Hufferherher. This is a reference to the often hilarious mispronounced name of Dr. Michael Hufferherher, Steve Martin's character in The Man with Two Brains. That's another good Steve Martin movie. I have not seen The Man with Two Brains, actually. John Candy, Felipe, was offered a role in this movie but turned it down due to scheduling conflicts. If he would have been in it, what do you think? Who would you have? Would you have made him one of the three amigos? I, yeah. I think he would make a good amigo, but I'd feel sorry for the horse that he'd be going. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I think, like, oh. was it All Wagons East wow. or something like that? that was yeah, the that was the last one he did. Yeah, the last movie he did, yeah. Uh, while directing this film, John Landis was planning his defense for his upcoming trial. Landis, along with four others, were facing manslaughter charges stemming from a fatal accident during production of The Twilight Zone, the movie. Oh, gosh, Vic right. Morrow and two child actors were killed when a helicopter crashed on top of them, uh, decapitating them in some instances. 
Uh, while filming a scene in which Morrow was struggling to carry two small children across the river, away from the exploding village, a helicopter hovering overhead, a badly timed explosion reportedly damaged the copter's tail rotor, spinning it out of control and sending it crashing to the river below. The three actors were struck and killed by the helicopter's main rotor. Landis and the other four defendants were all acquitted, though. However, Landis was found out to have violated several labor laws, such as underage actors working too late. Jeez. I wonder, uh, that, why, I wonder how they got acquitted for. That just gets just like, like a, an accident? Hey, it was an accident? Just reading that trivia gives like an emotional whiplash to how like sad and real the whole situation was and the fact that they got acquitted, which like possibly was unjustified during the time. And I really I forgot know. that was John Landis for a moment. That yeah, the, that was horrible. horrible. Uh, Philip Gordon, who played Rodrigo, and Brian Thompson, who plays one of the German friends, both appear in Terminator. Uh, on a celebrity edition of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Martin Short and Chevy Chase were two of the ten celebrity contestants and remained the final two to be in the hot seat. When Short was in the hot seat phoning a friend, he called Steve Martin, who was in Mexico during the call. I like to phone a friend. Uh, also, when the three amigos freeze when trying to sneak into El Guapo's fortress, the two guards who pass them are discussing a recipe in Spanish. What was the recipe for, Felipe? Do you know? Do you remember? No. Okay, I don't either. No. Okay. Um, and here's a couple of the quotes that uh, I found were kind of funny. One was, no dough, no show. <laughs> Another one is, infamous, it's when you're more than famous. <laughs> infamous, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And probably one of the funniest jokes that Felipe always laughs at is Ned. I think it's a male plane. <laughs> Lucky. That's- How can you tell? <laughs> Ned. Did you notice its little balls hanging down because it was on one of them with C plates? Excellent. So, let's go ahead and talk about the movie a little bit. Felipe, I know you have a famous scene you'd like to talk about your favorite scene. Go ahead and tell us what your favorite scene is from this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounded like an evil laugh. (laughs) What is raining gringos now? (laughs) Because Martin Short's up there stuck to that pinata. I don't remember it. Falls down, yeah. Great scene. Great scene. Yeah, what other do you like anything? What other scenes you like? I like the gunfight scene. <laughs> he gives it that big gun and he tried to And he still pulled it out fast. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Oh yeah, for me, uh, for me it was definitely the moment where Steve Martin got shot and he's like, using let me see that gun. Let me see that gun. He, he goes up to him. <laughs> using real bullets. Are you kidding me right really? now? Just really upset. And then he like, was getting my gun back. Like, guys, it's real. <laughs> what? It, it's, 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 it's real. Like, oh, my gosh. And they, just, they walk in like, we're sorry. And just leave. <laughs> Well, so funny. I think it's funny. Was it uh, was it uh, Martin Ned when at the end when that girl comes out and gives you that kiss? You remember the big old "I'll see you again." <laughs> he comes over and gives you that big kiss. They're like, like they. I mean, she hadn't been in the, she hadn't been in the film, and all of a sudden she comes out and kisses Martin Short, and, and they're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, I just think it's a funny movie because they're all actors in a movie that are famous, and they they call them to come rescue them from real life. The Mexican, what would you call Mexican? Bandidos. 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 Bandidos, yeah. So, uh, and then they come down there, and they think they're getting paid because the... They don't have enough money to send the full telegram, remember? So they have to cut out some of the words. Like, please come help save us. Uh, We will pay $10,000. And there's, like, lines missing from this. We're going to go down here, put on a show, get paid $10,000. Excellent. I think it's it's funny when... they do their singing too. The what was it? The uh, blue, uh, oh, gosh. shadows of yeah. blue, blue something all around. Martin Short singing, remember it mm-hmm. uh, in the, the desert? Guitar? Yeah, that's a good scene. So um, 
anything else about the movie that you want to talk about, Felipe? Any other famous scenes mm-hmm. that you like? Mm. <clears throat> it's all it, it's all good. I mean, uh, I was laughing all through it. Yep. Well, you laugh if, all the time anyway. If, if you had to give it like a, a, a ranking, like a one out of ten, what do you think? Like ten being like highest of the high, low being a piece yeah. of trash. Where you put I, it? I have to go with you an eight, you know. Eight? Uh, You're saying an eight? Yeah. Yeah. What would you think is a comedy that beats this then? Ooh. Do you have a do you have a comedy you like more than this? Actually. I guess one with the Planes, trains, 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 automobiles. Uh, John Candy film. John Candy. Yeah. It's fantastic. John Candy has some funny movies mm-hmm. too. Um, for me, I think you have three of the funniest guys of all time in this movie. Um, I'm with you. Probably about an eight, eight five, maybe. Um, it's got a lot of comedy, a lot of little one-liners in there that you didn't expect. You know what I mean? Like when they go to the bar and at the beginning when they get down to Mexico or whatever, and they think that hey. Uh, Buy them a drink or whatever. And they're like, oh, they want a show, and they start doing that. <laughs> dance oh, yeah, they're and, <laughs> and they're all intimidated by them. It's like they, they got to be the guys, right? Like, no, no, they're not the guys. <laughs> yeah. Good, it's a good scene. Yeah. Good scene. Excellent movie. Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to give it an eight five. Felipe gave it an eight. Kyle, what's your thoughts uh, on the movie itself? Um, I, I think this is a good film. Uh, for me, it's probably a little bit lower. It's a strong seven for me. I think it's a strong seven film overall. I think the performances are great. The cast is great. And uh, overall, the performances, though, are a little bit like, eh, it's a little more silly than I'm kind of used to. And the, the film itself doesn't really hold together in like a really cohesive way for me. But I think it's like a fun watch altogether. Like, it's a film like, it's PG rated. Bring your kids. Have fun time. It's an easy, just popcorn munch. Turn your brain off and enjoy it that way. Um, I forgot too when they're breaking in to get their costumes <laughs> and Steve Martin's on top and he's going, Caca, listen, Caca. For this, listen for this noise. And they're just right above him. He's like, Caca! <laughs> up here! Noise? Up here! Up here. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> so good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so here's another question real quick. If mm-hmm. they were to remake The Three Amigos, who would you cast as The Three Amigos today? Me, you, and Kyle. <laughs> the world ain't ready for that. Exactly. It's, it's too good. It's too good. Can't do it. No, we'll uh, let Felipe go first. Felipe, if oh, good. today, if you're remaking this, give me three people that you think could pull it off. Dang. This. Just tell me somebody that's actually really funny nowadays. Everybody comes. Adam Sandler. Yeah. He's like, he's, dad. Yeah, he's, he's, nah, he's too old for the role now, I think. Just about every comedian nowadays is. Just More into the X-rated, yeah. X-rated comedy. You don't have real wholesome comedians, I like them. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's hard to choose. Yeah, um, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, I think Paul Rudd would be the guy for me in the lead role. What about um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis would be an excellent choice. Yeah, I mean, the cast from The Hangover actually is pretty funny. <laughs> 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 All them guys are there, it'd probably be pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, but I don't really know. Number one, I don't know if this movie could get made today. You know what I mean? Um, oh, no, I think it could face current politics. It's fine. <laughs> I think, like, like you, could, you, could, you could raise it up. You could find. You can you can fix those moments that may have been... Aid- but if they go well. to fix this moment, it might not be as good as the original. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like Blazing Saddles. You really couldn't make that movie today. Oh, yeah, I think you could. Bell Brooks is still working. What are you talking about? <laughs> Felipe, would Blazing Saddles get made today? No. I think not, but, in, know, today, not in the form the that way. it was in. Well, they never. Blazing Saddles really never. Every time they were going to say some bad word or something, they would. 
I bet like time people at the time people, like looking at the cast of Blaz- looking at the script Blazing Saddles like we can't make this movie and it's like actually you totally could even back then people were probably objecting to that movie before they knew what we had and that's how so, this like, this podcast the sheriff gets is canceled. coming the sheriff is coming if, he's if, a, if a movie yeah. like <laughs> Sausage Party could get released like five or six years ago now you can make Blazing Saddles today I don't even know dude that might get canceled today too though I don't know. It's just it's in the world's really messed up right now, dude. You know, I'm always skeptical about the idea of like, oh, they cancel anything that gets made. It's like, no, you can make good comedies. Hey, Kyle, see, we I, call you cancel Kyle now. <laughs> I haven't seen any new comedies. I'm actually now watching all the new action movies because you know they're not as good as the '80s or '90s even. Yeah. Uh, okay, but like, okay, but going to the question like for the actual main cast, um, I would probably put Paul Rudd actually in the lead of like where Steve Martin character kind of was as actually the, the kind of like the straight man of the group kind of thing, and um, probably for um, Chevy Chase's character, I put um, probably Rain Wilson from The Office. Oh, that would be good. I think he could do a, a whole lot of just Dwight from The Office. Dwight from The Office. I think he'd be really good. And Kramer from Seinfeld. Kramer, Kramer. And then, um, <laughs> and, oh, no, Kramer gosh. would be a good waffle. Yeah. Kramer would be a good guapo. Yeah, 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 that'd be really good. Um, that's probably the for the role. And um, uh, just uh, what's his name? Uh, um, John Lovitz. John Lovitz. Oh, uh, make it crazy. Like a Felipe. Yeah. Felipe's thing. Yeah, yeah. John yeah. Lovitz. Uh, probably, uh, probably for, uh, for, for a loop a little bit, but honestly, uh, Jack Black, actually, I think Jack Black would do Oh, Rob Schneider? Rob Schneider, I, I think it's a little too far past now. I think it's a little too far past uh, for Rob Schneider. Yeah, we don't talk about Rob Schneider anymore, for, for good and for ill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, Felipe, thanks for coming on today. We enjoyed having you. We'll, we'll do a John Candy film with you here in a couple weeks if you want. Um, what John Candy film would you like to do with us? We already did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, so we can't do that one. Uh, I'll, there's, do, I'll do research. There's maybe. Delirious... Who's, uh, who's Harry Crumb or whatever it was? Yeah, summer, uh, summer uh, no, The Great Outdoors. I don't I think like we've done The Great Outdoors. Uh, something know. like that. Uh, remember when he eats that steak? <laughs> whatever, oh The Great Outdoors, God. like the 96 yeah. ouncer. Um, so um, if you'd like to follow us on the social medias, we are the Tragedy Cinema Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can find us there. Answer the questions. It's just put Jimbo and Kyle. If not, we'll still accept you. Um, if you want to leave us an email at the uh, tragedy of cinema at gmail.com, you can catch us there. Uh, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, um, Apple, Pi- uh, Spotify, yeah. wherever, we'll read those on, li- on air like we just did last episode. Um, any last words, fellas, before we close this? I think we're good to go. I think we're good to get a bite to eat. That's what I think. My last word. Felipe, Felipe says he's no, hungry. No, we, we stress it now. Make it longer. Oh. <laughs> no. Look, Felipe, Felipe is like, he, when we first told him, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to sit there. I'm not going to say anything. Now this guy wants to take over the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's his show now. They're wow. Me out. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, maybe he'll be a regular. We'll never know. So we'll see you next time. Look at that. Well, with that being said, I think this episode's coming to a close, and that's a wrap. And cut.